1: And I'm joined by my co-host, Taylor Sokol. Today, we're reviewing the new action thriller, Wrath of Man. This is written by Guy Ritchie, Ivan Atkinson, and Marn Davies, and directed by Guy Ritchie himself. So, Taylor, when it comes to uh, Guy Ritchie as a director and Jason Statham as a star, you know you're in for a pretty big thrill ride. Uh, Typically, this is a pairing that will mean that there's going to be action, and suspense and you know this is kind of the genre that guy Ritchie likes to film in a lot this is kind of uh mystery what's going on you know the last one we had that we really liked was the gentleman um and so this is kind of a, a new film that just came out in theater so uh what's kind of a small little um synopsis of wrath of man and then we'll get into our non-spoiler review here
0: well the to not give any way of the plot uh, we Follow the main character, Jason Statham's character, as uh, he has starting this new job as a security, uh, armored security. It's kind of a middleman group that uh, does for banks and companies. And so uh, the company's this, you know, security transport group has uh, had a little bit of setbacks. He's the new guy. And uh, all of a sudden the plot uh, gets a little crazy where this guy does not seem all that he is. And we find out that he is kind of on a revenge mission because of something that happened, uh, to him. We follow his story. Uh, we also follow a couple other stories throughout there, but the main, I guess, focus, if you would call it that would be Jason Statham's character, uh, we call him H uh, as he's trying to uh, find the people responsible for a tragedy that's occurred upon him. And then he, the title wrath, of man, as he unleashes the wrath of this man, yes.
1: the <laughs> wrath of state man. Yeah. Uh, essentially. Uh, yeah. This movie, I think it had, uh, you know, from the trailers, it had a solid looking premise. Uh, you kind of get that idea of uh, this revenge mission and, Uh, Yeah, this man is maybe not revealing all that he is to uh, his new employer. And I I would say that right off the bat, something that I think this, this movie does do well is it has a good, like mystery tone to it it kind of keeps you guessing a little bit with some things well i
0: would yeah i would say like right off the bat with the music it's not a spoiler the but music. the music really sets the mood the score yeah i know very
1: similar to like uh like joker and like kind of this uh this haunting like cello was the main kind of <laughs> that was instrument. the like sec-
0: the second main character the cello <laughs> it
1: was the cello uh let's see the music was by christopher Benstead. And um, no, yeah, definitely, you got this sense of dread in a way and sense of uh, uh, kind of the the hidden uh, animal within, you know, the the wrath as it is. And that's something I think Statham as an actor has really branched out into a lot more comedy in the last, I'd say, decade, uh, especially with his role in the Fast and the Furious franchise, uh, especially that film with The Rock, you know, Hobbs and Shaw was such a blast. It was such a just a wild ride. But, you know, you kinda look back at some of his earlier films and some of the films that really kind of got him in his career going, uh, you know, he can play that very serious guy.
0: Yeah, the stoic, uh stoic guy that's got a lot of um a lot of rage, just that quiet intensity that he does very well. And uh, yeah, you're right, he's he has course branched out into Doing the same character in a sense of the same, you know, tone. Of, oh yeah,
1: he's um, he's stay at them. He's he's one of those actors that you know, which typically happens with uh action guys. He's really the same character and everything he does. It's just that the plot is different, or yeah. you know, there's slight differences, but <laughs> he's you know, like the Christopher
0: so Walken of action.
1: Yeah. <laughs> I mean, really, I mean, we're so used to you know it'd be like you know. He's the new guy at, at work, and then you know a bunch of guys are like, "Oh, look who! Look at the new guy!" And then it's just you know him kind of having this quiet, just hard face, no laughter. What you looking at? And then everyone's like, "Oh gosh, don't mess with the new guy!" You know. No, but Statham, Statham, he, he is a guy that he has kind of branched into, uh, kind of being the same actor in all his movies, and but that's something that people love to go see is. There's something about him that is very...
0: You, you know what you're in store for when you yeah. go see him.
1: You're, it's fun to watch him. You know, clearly he is a good action star. Uh, he's a good actor. And he can play that line between very serious and comedy. And speaking of comedy, something I think this film was uh, was amiss with is it doesn't really know what kind of movie it wants to be. Is it is it yes. supposed to be a comedy that has some gritty action in it? Or is this a hardcore revenge cop, you know, uh, security family drama? It it was kind of like the movie started off very much, even though there was that music tone to it. And it was like, oh, it just felt like, oh, this is one of those like funny comedy movies. Cause there was a lot of these like little jokey one liners, most of which were not very funny uh, in the beginning, especially (laughs) this was just funny. We got to talk about, some of the supporting cast here yeah
0: absolutely uh, right off
1: the bat you know i thinking of just movies you've seen in your life and thinking of actors and sometimes you know you you read those things on the internet why like it would be like why you haven't seen this person in a long time you're like where's this person been uh we get josh hartnett in here as uh kind of the partner to h mm-hmm. and he's kind of this like nervous nelly guy it was kind of funny it was such a different role because i feel like in the past, even in action movies, we've seen Hartnett kind of be the tougher guy. And in this, it was like, he was like comedic relief in a way, being the partner of H. And then, um, did you ever watch, uh, what's the show on Netflix about serial killers? Uh, Mindhunter? Yes, uh, where it
0: was back in uh, like kind of the seventies. and Yeah. yeah. So we get
1: uh, Holt, I'm gonna say this wrong. McCallany. McCallany, uh, who plays Bullet. Yeah, who was uh, kind of like his his uh, his mentor, you know, kind of teach him the ways.
0: And and of, he and he has been in a ton of supporting roles, from Fight Club, Alien mm-hmm. Three, and and so you know you definitely he's definitely one of those good supporting roles for action, but he's definitely kind of like maybe second tier to one of the leads, I would say, in this film. And he definitely he definitely has a good turn in this film, I would say.
1: Yeah, there was a a, a great arc to his his character, and. Um, then you got you know we got other great players like Jeffrey Donovan's in this you yeah
0: Las Alonso from the, the boys, the boys and we also and we get uh, Scott Eastwood uh, uh-huh. Clint Eastwood's son which uh, very very intense in this role um, and uh, we even get a little cameo with Post Malone of course playing a cri- cri- which is we a- have Post
1: Malone which this felt like it was one of those cases where uh, he must have been in the area and maybe guy. You know, maybe he saw him at a concert at some point was like, you got to come be in my movie at one point.
0: posty <laughs>
1: uh, post. Come on in. And, uh, and Andy Garcia in this as well. So there's a lot of big players. Uh, and also I love a uh, character actor, Eddie Marzin, who we've seen in tons of stuff. Uh, he kind of plays the, the, the kind of the guy that would work, you know, the kind of, you know, Oh, if something's happened, that's wrong. He, his job to kind of make sure like, are you okay? Do you need therapy? Is everything thing, you know, you know, going all right. And then we had Rob Delaney, who uh, <laughs> if you, you you've probably have heard the name before, he's been doing a lot of these great character roles, most notably and famous is probably his role in Deadpool 2. Yes. Uh, he's the guy with the mustache who's like very gung ho to join the team. He played the boss of the security business that, you know, Jason Statham comes to work for. And this is really where it was like heavy comedy, because there's these moments where as we start to learn that Statham's character, he only passed his, you know, just passed. Yeah, just, yeah. His gun tests, his driving tests, his physical tests. But clearly he did that to show that he's just a mediocre guy to pass. But then he starts having these moments where, you know, they're out on the job and they are getting robbed. And this isn't a spoiler. You're seeing in the trailer. Yeah, he Clearly, takes the
0: entire crew out, like with he a pistol.
1: Business really well. We're talking headshots, the you know the works, and hunts and Posty like, down. <laughs> you know, it's like these moments where then all of a sudden he's back in the office, and all the other workers are going, "What the heck?" And he's like, "Are you okay? Do you need any like therapy?" And he's like, "I got a job to do. I did it." You know, yeah. uh, you know, bit of a uh, the the nerves took over. You know, <laughs> and it's just funny because it's like. Also, and it's like, um, you know, technically, because there was uh, killings on the job, usually there's six week mandatory therapy. And then Rob Delaney's coming up being like, are you kidding me? I know, this, this guy's is great. Exactly.
0: Promote this man. Hire this man.
1: Hire this man. man. Yeah. <laughs> All right, Go ahead to Seinfeld. So there was that comedy element. But the second half of the film it takes a turn for sure. Takes a very gritty turn. And I feel like overall, what I think would have worked better for this movie had been if they just stuck to the gritty material. Because it is a revenge movie and there is some great action in this. I just felt the way that the character was set up in the second half of the movie, I wanted more state than revenge overall.
0: I wanted more focus on his character because he is the lead and he's in the trailer and the poster, but he. Kind of really fades into the background as, and we talk without revealing it. We kind of get focused on some other characters, and then it's like a whole different other movie. And throughout the film, also, it's interesting that they have these. It's almost kind of like chapters. They have like yeah. a blank screen. It's like, and it's like a quote that comes up later, like scorched earth and things like you know. What what is this? So, and that was kind of weird to follow too, because I'm like, okay, what you know, what's going on with that? And so, yeah, like to the last half of the movie statham kind of becomes more of a secondary character like kind of just like it's weird
1: yeah and there's there's moments within the film again without giving things away where you get the idea that this man is like the angel of death like you get that he's something that's uh very well trained uh someone not to mess with and then we kind of don't really get to see that all the way through to the end and this is kind of one of those movies where I'm like, this was a really cool uh, premise. It's got some good action moments. It's well shot, you know, something Guy Ritchie always does really well. I love the,
0: what I, yeah. I love the camera angles, Mm -hmm. uh, especially like some of these really intimate shots where they're in the car, like even the very beginning where they kind of show. And it's very smartly done because in the trailer, again, not a spoiler. Um, (laughs) <laughs> keep saying spoiler. It's in the title. But if you see in the very beginning shot where this one of these trucks is robbed, all you see is from the inside of the truck. You don't see what's going on to you hear like all the pandemonium going on outside that this is gone wrong. But I thought that was very clever. And even the scenes where Jason Satham characters having a conversation with uh, you know, someone or other characters, they're very tight, intimate shots. And it's just a focus on so that's again to Guy Ritchie's, he knows how to really stage the shots, and um, it made you
1: feel like you were in that moment exactly. So there will be those moments where it was a little edge of your seat, like oh gosh, uh, you know, because there's, there's really you kind of get a connection to uh, bad things can happen to anyone. Um, but again, it's just it felt like even though we're kind of given a pat on the back for a lot of things we did like there is those kind of flaws where I feel like there was just a discontinue with all of the genre of this film or kind of the story from beginning to end. And like, yeah, like we kind of said there is kind of a key point in the movie where it kind of restarts in a way.
0: It almost would be better if this was made into like a series or like a limited series where they could have fleshed out the characters, because I I feel like there was this idea that we're going to get all the stuff, but it's not enough time to cover it. And it's, you know, Mm -hmm. it's just under a two hour movie. But yeah. you're absolutely right. And then also part of the revenge thing, I feel like there's not a lot of good come-ups for people. Yeah, people, um, you know, in a lot of these ones where there's a revenge or like, you know, taking down these guys, you know, to to get back at someone, there there's always those good poignant moments where that person's like, oh my gosh, and they're trying to repent or something. I didn't feel like there's a good resolution. It's just like, oh, and this person's gone, this person's gone. So I was like, to, towards the end, I was like, wait a minute, like... You, You know, and then there's also a little bit of some of these characters. We, you know, we talk about these great cameos. There's so many big names and great supporting roles, but they're kind of like, what was the point of that person? You know, Mm -hmm. and I feel like Andy Garcia, he was kind of underutilized. And I don't know what, yeah. Um, And some of these other people where I feel like they didn't use them to the best ability, or it was, and this is kind of a shame because seeing Guy Ritchie's other movies, and we talked about The Gentleman was his last one before this, and it was very, very well done after seeing it and, and it's very rewatchable. Uh, but this one is kind of like, you don't actually feel for a lot of characters. I think in a movie you have to really root for some characters. There's no one that I really like besides Statham's character. You don't really get excited about any other characters in the film. And he's usually pretty good at these
1: ensemble films where yeah. he handles a lot of characters. Where you love yeah. all
0: the characters um, and everything like that. Yeah. No, so,
1: but you know, yeah, maybe it's just the way that he wanted to film this and, No, but you know what, in in a time where it's just kind of like, you know, those movies that are still going to be enjoyable to watch, even if it's not a a perfect movie, there still was a lot to like in this film, so I did enjoy seeing theaters, it was a good time, it may not be one of Guy Ritchie's best, it may not be one of Jason Statham's best, but it was well shot, got some great actors in it, and there's enough in it that it was kind of a gripping, fun, action revenge story, which right now we're kind of, you know, we haven't had a lot of that, we've been having more of these uh, big kind of fantasy blockbusters. So that was something that I was excited to see and check out. So I enjoyed Wrath of Man for what it was. But I do agree that I don't know if it's going to have the rewatchability as some of his other films that are uh, more notably famous for that.
0: Yeah, absolutely. But uh, no, uh, you can definitely go check this out now in theaters, uh, depending on where you are in out in the world uh, or in the States, uh, where movie theaters are being safe. But uh, yeah, again, uh, that was our review, and we uh, do hope you enjoyed uh, listening. Uh, and that was this week's Potential Pick.
1: Thanks for listening to The Potential Podcast. You can follow us on Instagram and Facebook
0: at The Potential Podcast, or on Twitter at